Hello, and welcome to another episode of Words of Wisdom, a podcast series dedicated to reflecting on the wisdom of the book of Proverbs. My name is Jerry Weirwell, and it is my pleasure to be on this journey together with you to discover the powerful truths that God has revealed to those who desire to become wise and discerning. Proverbs 13.3 says, The one who guards his mouth watches over his life. Destruction will come to the one who opens his lips wide. One question that might arise upon reading this proverb is what does guarding your mouth have to do with watching over your life? First, the term mouth is not being used literally. The mouth refers figuratively to the words that come out of one's mouth. Guarding one's mouth means to be cautious and deliberate about what one allows to pass out of their mouth via their words. And to watch over your life means to be attentive to the kinds of situations and circumstances that you may find yourself in throughout life. And so what the proverb is warning us about is to not be negligent of what comes out of our mouths. To be careful with our words is to be careful with our life, meaning to take care of our life. On the contrary, to be irresponsible and careless with our words is to be unconcerned and indifferent about our life and what happens to us. Our words can sometimes get us into trouble, big trouble. I remember this one time in college, I was talking with a group of my friends. As we were chatting and laughing together, I remember I said something that got a rise out of them. And then I followed up with another clever quip that was even better. And then without even knowing it, I blurted out what I thought was a sarcastic name to refer to one of the guys and it would be funny but it ended up being super offensive to him, and he became very angry with me, and so did the rest of the group. And the entire tone of the conversation turned very heavy and serious within a second or two. After expressing their disapproval and shock with what I said, they got up and left, leaving me there by myself. I remember thinking about that incident later that day and the joke I had made, and I wondered what came over me to think that it would be a good idea to say what I did. It seemed easy to perceive in hindsight that such a remark was going to likely be hurtful. So why did I so effortlessly let it slip out of my mouth? Well, because I wanted the attention. I wanted to show off and be esteemed by my friends. In the end, all I did was alienate myself and damage the relationships I had. It was a hard lesson to learn, but one I will never forget. I failed to guard my mouth and thus to watch over my life. The imagery of watching over something brings to my mind the idea of a sentry on duty, being alert and diligent to spot enemies and other things that would be trying to attack the village, town, or city that they are protecting. One of those hazardous things that can be viewed as a potential threat against our well-being is our speech. Words are powerful and have a dramatic effect upon one's life. They can personally affect ourselves and they can affect others who hear them, which might in turn then affect the way they treat or view us. Words can shape attitudes, emotions, and decisions in either positive or negative ways. Similarly, words can build other people up or tear them down. Words can convey whether you are a kind person, one with integrity, who acts with honor and decency, or a mischievous person who is deceptive and trying to exploit you, or an impudent person who tries to cut you down and bully you with insults and mockery. The bottom line is that words are so powerful. Therefore, caution must be taken to use them wisely. Otherwise, they can be very harmful and destructive. Another proverb that speaks about the power of words is Proverbs 18.21, which says, 
Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love that power will eat of its fruit. Here, instead of the word mouth being put for the words that come out of it, the word tongue is used figuratively to refer to the words that it produces. The tongue, that is, the words that a person speaks, has power over life and death. Now, this doesn't mean that the tongue can actually kill somebody or give them life. Rather, what this expression is conveying is that what you say can have a powerfully negative effect, as though it produced death in somebody, or can have a powerfully positive effect, as though it produced life. The two extremes, life and death, point to the vast number of potential effects that can lie between these two extremes, which reside at opposite ends of the spectrum. Furthermore, James chapter 3, verse 6 says, And the tongue is a fire. The tongue, a world of unrighteousness, appoints itself among the members of our body, staining the whole body and setting on fire the course of life, and is being set on fire by Gehenna. The point that James is trying to make is that the tongue is wildly destructive, like a fire that burns everything it touches. And within the tongue, there is a world of unrighteousness that stains the whole body and negatively affects all of human existence from beginning to end, regardless of the circumstances. James makes it clear that this destructive capacity of the tongue does not come from God, but rather the tongue is being set on fire by Gehenna. The word Gehenna is just a transliteration of the Hebrew word for the Valley of Hinnom. And in the New Testament times with Jesus and the apostles, Gehenna was often referred to as a place connected with ultimate condemnation and final judgment, a place that represented the power and realm of Satan. And so James is personifying Gehenna by saying that it is lighting and stoking the fire of the tongue. He is exclaiming that the abusive power of the tongue is derived from the power of Satan. When we use our tongue to speak hurtful, foolish, and evil words, we are allowing our tongue to be lit on fire by Gehenna and then spreading that destructive flame into our lives and others. Well, back in Proverbs 13, the final phrase in the second line, opens his lips wide, is a figurative expression meaning to not be mindful of what you say. We might express the same idea today with the statement, letting your words run loose, meaning without restraint or oversight. Lips are mentioned to refer to the words that are spoken with the lips. And for one's lips to be opened wide refers to both the lack of discretion and the abundance of words that can flow out of one's mouth. Such wide open lips are like a free flowing portal where words can simply gush out at will, unencumbered and uncensored. Such unrestrained lips are like an unpatrolled city gate that gives free passage to any and all travelers in and out of the city, completely unchecked and unmonitored. To open your lips wide is to be one step away from putting your foot in your mouth, as we might say. And that's because if you open your mouth wide enough, you're bound to find your foot in there sooner or later. With regard to guarding your mouth in order to watch over your life, one of Aesop's fables the tortoise and the ducks, illustrates this principle very well. The tale goes like this. The tortoise, you know, carries his house on his back. No matter how hard he tries, he cannot leave home. They say that Jupiter punished him so, because he was such a lazy stay-at-home, that he would not go to Jupiter's wedding, even when especially invited. After many years, 
tortoise began to wish that he had gone to the wedding when he saw how gaily the birds flew about and how the hare and the chipmunk and all the other animals ran nimbly by always eager to see everything there was to be seen the tortoise felt very sad and discontented he wanted to see the world too and there he was with a house on his back and little short legs that could hardly drag him along one day he met a pair of ducks and told them all his trouble we can help you see the world said the ducks take hold of this stick with your teeth and we will carry you far up in the air where you can see the whole countryside but keep quiet or you will be sorry the tortoise was very glad indeed he seized the stick firmly with his teeth the two ducks took hold of it one at each end and away they sailed up toward the clouds just then a crow flew by he was very much astonished at the strange sight and cried this must surely be the king of the tortoises why certainly began the tortoise but as he opened his mouth to say these foolish words he lost his hold on the stick and down he fell to the ground where he was dashed to pieces on a rock foolish curiosity and vanity often lead to misfortune what does this story convey to us what happened was that the tortoise was taken up into the sky by the ducks while he was holding onto the stick with his mouth and while he was flying through the air a crow that was flying by noticed him and since he was probably the first tortoise the crow had ever seen in the air, the crow thought the tortoise must be someone really important. In fact, the crow thought he must surely be the king of the tortoises. Well, at that moment, it seemed that the tortoise became so enamored by the crow's platitude that he forgot the most important thing he was to remember, to keep hanging on to the stick. As soon as the tortoise allowed himself and his pride to be caught up in the crow's compliment, the desire to boast of his own greatness must have overwhelmed his sensibilities because he forgot the fact that he needed to take care first and foremost to protect his own life. The ducks had warned the tortoise about the dangers involved when they said, be quiet or you'll be sorry. But in the moment when the crow was flattering the tortoise with praise, the tortoise forgot all about that and thus in not guarding his mouth, but instead opening his lips wide, the tortoise fell to his own peril and destruction. This scenario has probably happened to many of us in life as well. Well, not the exact scenario, but the principle of it. At one point, we may have been doing well in being aware of our words and what we were saying, but then in the next moment, something happens, or someone says something that distracts us, and our thoughts are suddenly derailed. Perhaps it is because of our desire for recognition, approval, or admiration, or because of offense, surprise, or confusion. We forget to think through what we are going to say before we say it, and our thoughts turn inward and become self-oriented, self-centered. We then say things that we would never normally say about ourselves or others. We cease guarding our mouth, and we become a free-flowing portal that lets in and out any and all words that come to our mind. We must acknowledge the fact that we all have selfish bones in our body, metaphorically speaking, caused by sin that dwells in our flesh. Our selfish bones tend to want to look out for their best interests and to promote their agenda in order to get what they want. Our daily struggle is to overcome these desires and to not allow sin to open our lips wide, where hurtful, destructive, and evil words can be given the freedom to flow out of our mouth. If we're not careful to use wisdom to guard ourselves from falling into the traps and temptations of the flesh, we might open our mouths and utter foolish words that lead to our own destruction or to those around us. If we will learn the wisdom of silence, 
especially with regard to foolish words and unrestrained speech. And if we will build the habit of thinking carefully before we speak, we will guard our mouth and watch over our life so that we can avoid the pain and harm that comes when we open our lips wide and let our sinful flesh sit in the driver's seat behind the words we speak. Thanks so much for listening to the Truth or Tradition podcast. We hope you're enjoying this new series on the words of wisdom from the book of Proverbs. And for more biblical resources, you can visit our website, truthortradition.com. And there you can subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of the future resources that we post.